Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You are about to arrive to the right place. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Ellen and Aaron Sportsbook Podcast. Are you ready for it? Now, here is Ellen and Aaron. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Really glad to have you join us tonight. Really excited to be with you tonight here on a Friday night. It's 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. Thank you for joining with us tonight. This is Alan, half of Alan and Aaron. Unfortunately, Aaron cannot be at tonight's show, but the show must continue. You have me, Alan, here tonight. We're going to have a great lineup for you, great show. A lot of great things happening here Friday night. We're going to talk a little baseball. And right now I'm going to give you up-to-date scores, too, as we do the show. It's uh, the series, for those who don't know, it's tied 1-1 in the World Series. And it's Atlanta Braves versus the Houston Astros. As of right now, we have it's one nothing Atlanta Braves over Houston. one nothing Atlanta Going into the bottom of the third inning, I'll give you up-to-date scores as they happen. And I don't know about you, but I, I do want Atlanta to win this for a few reasons. Number one, yeah, <laughs> Aaron is a big, huge Braves fan. And, in fact, let's go ahead and take a call on the line. I'll get you the other reasons a little bit later. <laughs> Welcome to the Aaron and, and Alan Sports Talk Radio Show. How are you doing so far tonight? All right, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking about yourself. How are you doing tonight, Lou? All right. Raiders are up right now, so that's a good sign. That's so right. Far. Yep. So far, so good. One nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least this game was a little. At least this game was a little bit, you know, what I expected the series to be. Not like the first two games. Yeah, it's going to be a tight, tight series from here on in. I agree with you. I thought the first two games were a little bit uh, – scores a little bit out of whack yeah. from what what it should be for a World Series. I mean, most competitive World Series are usually like this, pitching duels. Well, not all of them. No, you're right. It, it's definitely been some <laughs> somewhere it's been uh, overmatched. But uh, yeah. definitely when it is a close contested World Series, it's usually a, a nail-biter. That's the, you know, it's like it's, it's uneasy feeling on both sides. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. and then we just got past the end of the third inning. Yeah, so it's the end of the third. For those yeah, who don't yeah. know, one nothing Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Right. Of course, uh, yeah, but uh, it could use up to be a little bit more, you know, speed up a little bit more because it, the game is just dragging on. Yeah, it is going pretty slow. I mean – Oof. That I don't like. the top of the fourth inning. Yeah, that I don't like. The pace has been, you know, been a little bit too slow. Yeah, and you you got to have to kind of expect that in these these uh, playoff games. What do you like about yeah. – what do you think about slow playing baseball? Do you think it's gotten any better? In terms of what? In terms of them speeding up the game a little bit. Well, it hasn't worked much so far. Yeah, so I agree. I yeah. 
I mean, I do like what they've done with some of the with some of the uh, altered rules these last couple of years. I do like the um, runner on second, uh, you know, one extra inning start because when you're trying to win a game, you know, you know, you're really screwed up by trying to think you're going to get a home run one swing in the bat, and that's why they get more outs, you know, all that stuff, and it really, you know, messes up the game. So I kind of like what they did, you know, with that, and I wish they would keep it. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, sometimes baseball will do that. They'll they'll come up with a good rule, and they'll change it, or they'll come up with a bad rule, and they'll keep it. <laughs> you know, that's that's major league baseball Where's the for you. In that? Yeah, I know. But that's that's baseball for you. Yeah. So I know. how do you how do you figure these next few games are going to play out? Who do you think? How do you think it's going to play itself out? You think? Well. I'm thinking Atlanta is going to take two of three. Um, I do think Houston is going to try to sneak in one victory because I have Atlanta in six. So I'm looking at it like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely hope Atlanta wins this series. I'm rooting for Atlanta. I normally <laughs> would root for the AL team, but not, I can't do that for the Houston. But it, it's, it's definitely working out to be a, a very tight series. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Aaron's Which is what I expected. Yeah. Aaron's a big uh, Atlanta Braves fan, so I know he'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Be happy if they can win it. Yeah, I know. I mean, whew. the only thing that I'd be happy with if Houston does win is Dusty Baker, and that's about it. Right. I know. I know. Yeah, I do like Dusty Baker. You want Dusty Baker? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I like Dusty Baker, but the whole but he really he wasn't there during that that scandal thing. He wasn't no. on the team, so he had. You know they're never that. gonna let that down that easily. And it begs a question to you: If you know Dusty Baker's a manager, do they do they do they do that cheating scandal stuff? If Dusty was there, no. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, Dusty Baker's old school. I don't think he would go for that at all. That that uh, using new technology to cheat the system. Yeah, I don't think he'd be cool with that at all. No. And he would pick up on that. Let's say the players didn't tell him. He's smart enough to pick up on that pretty quick. Like, what's all this banging coming from? You know? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of trash cans. Trash cans. I mean, <laughs> it's it's crazy what what people go through just to cheat the system. You know, just yeah. just, just do better. You know, that's the crazy thing about people is they'll find a way to cheat the system. And I'm like, if you were smart enough to go through all those headaches and hassle to cheat the system, just imagine if you just did the right thing, you probably would do a lot better. Probably would. Yeah. It's always amazed me with people that they'll go through extra lengths and hurdles to beat the system if you'd have just did your job better or find another way to be more effective in your job without breaking any rules, you probably would be a whole lot better at it. Yeah, like that was going to happen. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but people love the easy way out. You know, that's unfortunate. 
So you got the Braves in six. Yeah. That's a great, great prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Braves in six. Well, I was right about last night, though. I was right about last night between the Packers uh, and the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, though. Yeah, I I was I got that pick wrong. Aaron got it right because he's a big Packers fan. I was I was a little, I thought the the Cardinals could have won that game. I really felt as if they had a shot to win the game. I don't know what happened in that I last think, play. I think a lot of people thought that. Yeah, I, I really I picked I picked Arizona to win the game, and I thought I had it because they should have at the very least tied the game to send it to overtime. And to this mm-hmm. point, I I really believe the receiver Green didn't think he probably had his plays mixed up and thought it was a run because he never looked back for the ball. You watch the replay. He never looked for the ball. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, it just it just it boggles the mind that you you could just not know what what the play is. The play was a, a pass all the way, and he didn't even look for the ball. Yeah, but you got it right. Congratulations, you got the Packers right. Yeah. So you picked the Packers to win the game. Yeah, the bad news is if anybody can, if they can all stay healthy, it'd be better because they're losing a lot. They're losing a lot of players. They are. I mean, now the good news for the Packers, they won this game without their their top receiver, Devontae Adams. So that's impressive for them to beat a team as good as the Cardinals without their number one receiver. And. The Cardinals did have a big injury with with them losing Watt, so that you know they and they lost Watt for the whole the whole season, which really really stinks for them. Yeah. yeah. So, Aaron did say that he believes the Packers are the hottest team in the NFL. Do you agree with that? Huh. Yeah, I think I have to agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say Dallas. Well, Dallas is a close second. I won't put it to you that way. Yeah, I'd have to say the Packers. Dallas is right there, like you said, to your point. And I think um, I think the Bucks are still in the mix. They're getting, they're getting, they're getting better. They are. Yeah, so I think I think those three teams really got to watch out for them. Let me ch- check the update on the the baseball score. See if anything happened. Top of the four. One nothing. One nothing, yep. Still one nothing Braves. For those who are just tuning in. So I know last time we spoke you were a little frustrated about the show. How how have things been for you? Well, so far there hasn't been any major changes yet. I mean Facebook is changing the name. I think they're gonna change it on December first, from what I from what I've been hearing. Yeah, I mean, if they, they have the name. Name, they have the name change already. They have the name already. Uh, but you really didn't work on the Facebook much anyway. I do a lot of posting on it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I got to make sure. Yep, you do a lot of posting. Yeah. Okay. They're calling it, they're calling it Meta. The only thing that I just thought about was you saying that I have to change my cards, my business cards, because they have the Facebook address for <laughs> yeah. 
you know, using Facebook name. Yeah. They'll call it, they're going to call it Meta. Wow. And that's starting in December. That's, I haven't kept up with I that. I believe but that's, so. That's going to be pretty much. Yeah, but you'll still be able to post on there. It, it, I don't think it'll, it'll affect you too much. I hope not. No, you'll be fine. I yeah, you're right. So. I mean, I'm, going into my, I'm going into my fifth year. Yep. You, so you can't give up that easily? You got, yeah, you're right. It is going to be changed. Meta. What a stupid name. <laughs> Short for Meta Platforms. Oh, okay. Meta then I get the reason behind it. Meta Platforms. Yeah, so Meta is just... <laughs> it's going to be called Meta. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the only the only meta we acknowledge is meta world peace. <laughs> oh yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not so a big fan of his. You know, I gotta say that. I'm glad you brought that up, Lou. I'm not a meta a big meta world peace fan, but I have to say no. that documentary of the riot that happened with Meta World Peace was phenomenal. I on um, Netflix, you sh- I would recommend you watch it. It was a very very good documentary about how the riot started, how it. So it was a drone documentary. Again. So it was a drone documentary. Yeah, I mean. The Jordan documentary was fantastic, too. I mean, the Jordan documentary, it's, it's hard to top that. But I have to say that that documentary for the the brawl in, involving Meta World Peace was, was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, it was very well done. I watched that, and I would recommend, I'd recommend people watch, check it out. Let yeah, me try to get I mean, that's what I was covering when we had the, when we had the pandemic last year. I was turning more of my attention to that. Yeah, it's it's called the the Malice in the Palace is the name of the documentary. The Malice in the Palace on Netflix. The Malice in the Palace. Yep, the the, the Malice in the Palace. I've heard of it. Yeah, the the people who who haven't heard of it definitely check it out. I'd recommend it. It's definitely well watched, well worth watching it. Very interesting, well done about the documentary. And the things that happened during the process, Metal World Peace, he explains his whole thought process and everything while the thing was going on with the beer and everything. He's very candid. And I'm not a big fan of Metal World Peace, but I have to say after watching it, you kind of, you can, you can understand where he's coming from. I'll put it like that throughout the whole process. Yeah. So I recommend everybody to give, give him a fair shake and, and watch it. Very nicely done. Yes, it was. But um, course, it's hard uh, to beat. It's hard to beat Jordan's documentary. I was just thought, thinking about that the other day. Like, I mean, I know Tom Brady has one coming in November. He has he has a, a documentary coming out late November. What's it called? It, it's, Deflated. 
it's just gonna be hard to uh hard to top the last dance. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean it, it. They did such a great job on that. You almost felt like you were watching the last dance right now, but yet it was 20 plus yeah. years ago. Right. So let me let me get the name of Tom Brady's uh, documentary for for the fans. Journey of a Legend. So it's not called Deflated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, That's the full name is Man in the Arena, Tom Brady. Man in the Arena, Tom Brady. And it's yeah. uh, set to be released in November. Yuck. And I'm I'm... I'm curious to see what it's about. I mean, for Tom Brady to do a documentary, you know, it's it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Derek Jeter should do a documentary. Would you be interested yeah, in Derek Jeter? No, I thought it was, I thought it was a cheat. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he, so speaking of that, Derek Jeter is going to have a, a documentary called The Captain, which is set to premiere in 2022. So, so hey, you brought up some great points, man. We got some great documentaries that are out now and ones that are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so you a little – how did the show go last week for you? Well, in actuality, I did get more callers, even though it didn't come up on the um, – up on the screen, but see, sometimes we get callers that call um, that uh, fade out for a while and come back in, but that adds to it. In actuality, I had more callers last week. All right, see, there you go. But not, yeah, but not what it was before this this one came. You know, everybody's trying to rearrange their schedule as well. Oh, let's see. Oh, I had to go take my car to the junkyard. Uh, I had to take a nap. Uh, I had to take my nap while going before I go to the junkyard. Uh, you get you get the, or I gotta get to the club early, or hey, I gotta go get my marijuana card. No, oh, shut up. <laughs> gotta smoke that weed, man. It's almost five o'clock. I gotta smoke that weed. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you some weed. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the world. And the old thing goes, excuses, excuses. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, I'm right about mm. that. But I'm, so, reaching, I mean, I'm trying to reach out to other people from other shows that I've called into and see if they'll be actually interested. Hey, you just got to keep plugging away. You know, you're right. You, you well, definitely. Although, although tomorrow might be a, might not be the best night to do it. Any reason why? Yeah, it's fright night. Yeah, yeah, you got that right. You know, yeah, it's it's uh, fright night tomorrow. So what do you got planned for this for your show? Well, you know we're gonna be talking World Series, of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I'm not gonna be doing. I'm gonna be doing one with the NBA that I thought I'd be doing. I'm thinking. I mean, during World Series week, you're gonna talk about NBA. Why? Well, we have the 75 best players in the league, and there's also predictions on like who's gonna be like uh, the best six man of the year, the best uh, the coach of the year, and whatnot. Because that's that's all that's. 
that was supposed to do that last week, but we uh, didn't get a chance to do it, so I'll have that. Uh, college football, I'll do some um, uh, soccer because um, there's been some pretty interesting um, articles in the women's soccer this week that I want to take care of. Uh, one that uh, we're deserving to talk about and one that's, well, not actually both are. One was one could have sounded disturbing, but uh, it has a better ending to it. So I like to try and cover that. It's on the uh, NWSL. Wow. Now, I know 99% of the country doesn't really care, but I feel it's important. Hey, that's a great, great show right there. And then you got the fourth. Yeah. Go ahead. But I know he was thinking, why are you talking about something that nobody cares about? No, I mean. white people. There's a, that's right. Somebody's going to care. And and then you forgot about the other part. You're going to talk about, of course, the college and NFL picks, too. Of course. Of course we are. There you go. So you're going to have a Hopefully, great show. Uh, NBA, so NHL, so well, NHL, so I always got a lot to talk about. And, of course, our best monthly feature, the best and worst of the month. There you go. And you got a goal, too, for the callers. How many callers are you hoping to get? I'd like to get about at least 10. All right. So you definitely should be able to do it. You should be able to do it. I hope so. Oh, yeah. You got got it going on, man. Well, I mean, it's the last of the five-month shows, um, you know, for the year. Then we ease back, you know, November, December. We're only going to do three uh, for those months because I – don't plan on doing a show for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're going to hold you to that. I mean, you know. Uh, no, no, of course not, because usually uh, that's the time I'm usually having dinner on Christmas, about 5 o'clock. Yeah, so they, they understand that. Yeah, Normally so. about 4 o'clock, but uh, Christmas when everybody coming over and, uh, you know, um, you know, open up our guests from each other, uh, it is about 5 o'clock, so... Is anybody going to care? No. And New Year's Day, I don't think I'll be doing a show either. I mean, i got to get ready to turn the car from the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Hangovers? Oh. <laughs> I better not go in front because I'll go into the 12 paint of Christmas right after that. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah For those so... of you who don't know what that is, that is a very, that is a very deranged Christmas carol and a very uh, sarcastic take on the 12 days of Christmas. And the interesting thing is uh, your show lands on Christmas, too. That Yeah, but I would not even think about doing it on Christmas or Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which happens fall next year. What about New Year's Day? <laughs> no, no, no. Are you kidding? No one's even going to be awake. That's true. Yeah, but March we got a problem because my um, – Birthday falls on a Saturday next year. Okay, now what do I do? <laughs> well, you're planning ahead. There you go. The yeah. birthday of the show. The birthday. Yeah. No, I can celebrate that the day before the day after. There you go. So you got to get a lot. Because I only get as much as people as I know 
and well, particular person in general. You're gonna have a great show. You're gonna have a great, great show. Not being for my birthday, I always wanted to get one. Per- I always wanted to get one particular person in general. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get somebody on your birthday for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I don't do the show, I mean, if I do celebrate, there's always one person I always like to have along. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna do great. Yeah. If I can get Sarah Cruz back, even better. But that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Can't forget Sarah. I have on the yeah. net game right now, so. Uh, and for the people listening, it's still one to nothing Braves. It's in the bottom of the fourth. Bottom of the fourth, one to nothing Braves. The last so, yeah. time that happened was one nothing. The Yankees beat the Braves. That's true. Man, I, I remember that, that Yankees Braves series when the Yankees came back, just like Joe Torre said they would. Yes. In yeah, 96 that's... and 99. Yeah, they lost the first game really, really poor. And he well, said, we're going to yeah. lose game two and then come back and win yeah. the next four. And that was at home. Yeah. That game was at home. That's awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, that game when was... it looked like how I was going to, you know, you went down 0-2 in your own building. You're like, okay, what are we going to do now, fellas? You know, we wait 18 years for this. So what are we going to do? And he called it. They're going to lose probably the next yeah. game and win the next four. And then 98, well, that was the 115-win uh, season, and that was a breeze for the most part. 99 was just as good, and game three ended on a home run. Yeah. Game three ended on a home run. Um, in the bottom of the 10th inning. And I remember who hit it. Okay. Yep. Ferocious Brocious. That's right. Scott Brocious. Game three. Man. I wonder what he's Bernie up hit to. A home run, Bernie hit a home run in game one of the, of the league championship in that in that year as well. That's right. Just Man, like, you know, work. so, um, yeah. There was another one. Too. Oh, yeah. Game one of the uh, 96 uh, league championship. Bomb the, the 11th. Well, pitch, uh, the count was one and one. He goes over to the uh, – hits on his right side and hits a rocket. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of like, burn, birdie, burn. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you remember your history? I do. Well, Yankee history, yes. Damn. Yeah. Well, uh, I know. I know. I was going to give a quote tomorrow on the show about a previous uh, World Series matchup, and uh, if you're old enough to remember, I think you might know. Burn, Bernie, burn. Well, before that, about ten years before that, though. <laughs> Uh, I think you know what that is. 
Ten years before Bernie Bernie Williams? Yeah, ten years before Bernie Williams. There was a very unfortunate incident in another uh, World Series game. Hmm. Oh, God, you are young. Yeah. <laughs> game six of the World Series. It looked like the Bruins, it looked like the Red Sox were going to win it. They were on the verge, and then they gave up. They gave up a walk and a base hit, and then the biggest blunder of all. But they were short out, and then all of a sudden, it's behind the bag. It gets through Buckner, and here comes nine of us win it. Oh, brother. <laughs> okay. Yep. I just had to think about what you referred to. Yep. It sure is. Yeah. Man. That... Well, it looked like a sure win for the Red Sox. Everybody was already to celebrate, and then the bottom dropped out. And uh, we got to give props to our former guest, Dow Strawberry, and he was featured in that, that actual <laughs> documentary. That is a great documentary, the 30 for 30. And um, I'm well, going to give the fans... Of course, the, uh, of course, also been known by an alternate title. Once upon a time in Queens. That's another documentary. Nope, 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 not that. Nope, another title. What for the talking about the Mets? Oh come on, Al. You know we're gonna go with this. Come on. You lost me, Daryl. I was trying to give a hint. Yeah, once upon a once upon a time in Queens. Make sure you guys check out that documentary too. It's a great documentary. I did watch that one as well. Once upon a time in Queens, the Mets were actually a good team, and then came Uncle Steve. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's putting it bluntly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, once upon a time, the Mets were good. Ooh. Once upon a time in Queens. Yeah. It's and they talked about that too, how um after they won the, the yeah. ring, how what happened afterwards and why they didn't repeat. So they talked about that too. Yeah. Wow, thirty five years since the last World Series. Wow. Yeah. But it just goes to show you that winning a championship is not easy. It's not easy. That's how no, I learned. No. Winning a championship, whether it be baseball, football, basketball, it's not easy. People get traded. You know, it's just um, you. You got to count your blessings when you get it because it's, it's the stars yeah. got to line up just right for you. It's not always easy, especially in this day. It's not easy to you know be a dynasty like it once was. You're right, because guys get traded. Maybe, on, maybe the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning are onto something. Nah, maybe not. Yeah, it's just, it's just, um, it's, you're right, it's hard to keep players. Guys get injured. and Free agency. Free agency. Very difficult, very difficult to uh, keep the nucleus. Which I have a question for you, Lou. Is uh, the Chiefs in trouble? Yeah. yeah, I think they are. I mean, Mahomes is looking banged up and everything, and 
They don't have the same team they won when they won the Super Bowl. I don't know what to make of this week's game, to be honest with you. I mean, the Giants are awful. The Chiefs know what they were. So uh, I'm really at a loss for this game. I think it's hard for me to bet against the Chiefs. I did pick the Chiefs to lose against the Titans, though. I didn't. I, that did not surprise me uh-huh. that the Titans smoked them. I felt because I, the Titans have a very good team oh. with a very good running back, and I knew the Chiefs weren't going to be able to stop them. But I just think I just I'll put it like this. If the Chiefs can't beat the Giants, then they are in real trouble. You know, they, they, their standings oh, yeah. are not so bad, actually, in their division. I mean, in their division, I was looking at it today. Let me pull it back up. Yeah. In their division, they're three and four. They trail the Chargers and the Raiders. So if they can get hot, they can get right back in the mix. But I just think I think they have to beat they have to beat the Giants. If you don't beat the Giants, what can they then get the Bengals this year though. I mean, they've been the surprise team I think this entire season. I agree. They did. They, they're doing great. Yeah, but I think if the, Chiefs, if the Chiefs want to get back to where they were, they need to beat the Giants. You have to win that game because if you win that game, and let's say um, the Raiders. And the Chargers, yeah, you got to win that game. And I, I, I am going to pick the Chiefs to win that game. I just can't see them losing to the Giants. Yes, the Chiefs are not doing that great this year, but I just cannot see them losing to the Giants. Yeah. Having said that, Saquon Barkley, I think, is going to return. So it may not be that easy right. for them. Having so, said that, uh, no, it isn't. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like a much easier task when Saquon is not in there. But let me double check here if he's going to be back. I believe he is coming back on that game. Let me double check. Who do you who do you who are you picking? With between what the Giants and the like I said, I'm at a loss. I really can't tell. Yeah, I, I did get the update. It's he's questionable right now to start, but it's I would have to give you my opinion on this. I would say it's more doubtful that he he does a start because they said he didn't practice Friday. I know it's a Monday night game, but typically, for what I've seen in my experience, if a guy does not practice on Friday, normally he doesn't play that weekend game. All right. I mean, is it possible he could play? Sure, because it is Monday, but it's, from my experience, it's doubtful. If a guy's going to play, usually on the weekend, he usually practices even a little bit on Friday, and he didn't practice at all yeah. on Friday. So I would say it's doubtful he plays against the Chiefs. I I would think I think more than realistically he's going to play the next week. But, again, don't quote me on that, but in my experience – the good thing is that it's a Monday night game. So it is possible he didn't practice on Friday and still could play on Monday. But I would have to say it's, it's somewhat doubtful. But if he returns, yeah. and I don't expect him to play the full game, but that does that doesn't bode well for the Chiefs because 
when you have a, a pretty good running game to keep the ball away from Mahomes, that just that's the best thing to do. Hmm. And just and when you know the Bulls were going to do something, okay. <laughs> yep. Because one, one of their star players is out. Well, then the um, since they star players, but one of their top players is out. Yeah. So we got one nothing Braves. It's uh going into the bottom of the ninth, uh, bottom of the fifth inning, bottom of the fifth inning, one nothing Braves. They doing really pretty good. To do these games earlier. Yeah, it's a little weird because um they had a five o'clock game. Now they're having it real late. Well, that was five. I think with a six o'clock game. Don't forget six o'clock. Uh, well, no. Texas is only an hour behind us. Yeah. They really need to get these games started earlier. Yeah, that's pretty late. And let me see here. This game's in Atlanta, too. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of late. 10 o'clock, baseball? Yeah. And we're only talking about <laughs> they're going into the bottom of the fifth inning. The later the game gets, the slower the pace gets. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, so that's right. That's another, the later the game, the later the game starts, the later the game ends. Got that right. It's a, it's yeah. That's that's pretty you pretty wonder why late. I look half dead when I get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's that's wow. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. real late. You're right about that, man. That's real late. Let me see here. But uh, let me check to see if anything has happened. Still one nothing going to the bottom of the uh, bottom of the fifth. Nothing. Bottom of fifth inning. Yeah. So it sounds like you're turning things around in your show. You're gonna make a comeback, strong comeback. I hope so. So anyway, we got time tomorrow. The number is five one two. Five four three four six six two. Number again five one two five four three four six six two. And remember that's five Eastern time. That's right. The enhanced sports show Saturday to tomorrow between five and seven Eastern Standard Time Zone. My friend Lou has a fantastic show for you guys lined up. Definitely call in, support him. He'll even get your picks. You read those on the ear. 512-543-4662, and it's 512-543-4662. A good friend, Lou, make sure you go ahead and support him tomorrow between 5 and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. No excuses, as, as Lou would say. Right. That's right. 
So put whatever you're doing aside and definitely call in. Yeah. You got it. But well, we appreciate right. Lou. We really appreciate you, Lou. Keep your head up, stay positive, and definitely keep going forward, my friend. Thanks, Alan. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for calling in. Really appreciate you. You got it. You're the best. Thank you. Have a great night and a great weekend. So our great friend Lou definitely support his show, Enhanced Sports Show. Always a pleasure to hear from Lou. Really appreciate him tremendously on our show, on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. That's what we do here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. We support other people and definitely do the same for Lou. Help him out. So you got the one and nothing Braves. I'll keep you up to date on the score. And before I go into the NFL picks and other news, I definitely want to go ahead and do a little bit of a a big, huge, major shout-out to top-ranked boxing. I wanted to discuss with you guys a, a lot about what happened over last weekend. Last weekend, I had the pleasure of being given, because of the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, all access to this Herring and Stevenson fight, media access. I was there Thursday through Sunday, and it was a, it was a fantastic, fantastic days in Atlanta. Great trip. You know, I got a chance to, to meet a lot of the boxers, and it was just so many things, so many positive things happened. So I got a chance to uh, talk. I got a chance to meet Alexander Zayas. I got a chance, Nico Ali, Evan, Holyfield, Evander Holyfield. That's just to name a few. And then uh, we got a chance to go ahead and and talk to to a lot of the boxers there. And it was just a, it was just a, a great time if you're a boxing fan to to watch a fight because it's it's usually they're trying to build up the Atlanta base. This is very rare that they were actually able to do a fight in Atlanta instead of doing it in Vegas. So it made it logistically so much easier. Very, very grateful that they, uh, Top Rank, provided us media access. I got a chance to interview. I make sure I don't want to miss anybody, but I, I interviewed Evander Holyfield, Bob Arum. I got a chance to interview Evan Holyfield as well. And then uh, some of the guys I mentioned, Alexander Zayas, as well as Nico Ali. I'm going to definitely try to set up interviews with them later on through their representative. I was able to make uh, good network connections. And so we're going to plan to do that later, closer to their next scheduled fights. You know, the the forecast, it could change. But definitely, it it was a great event in from every single day, from the weigh-in to the fights, and uh, everybody, the press conference. You know, I got a chance to ask also Shakur Stevenson question at the end of the fight as well. And congratulations to Shakur Stevenson. Congratulations to Nico Ali, as well as Alexander Zayas, Evan Holyfield. They all won their fights. And I, I did predict all of those correctly, with the exception of Secure Stevenson. 
I did have Jamal winning this fight. I had Jamal winning this fight, but the only thing is, um, and uh, you got to check out on our show, on our YouTube page, or on our on our Facebook page, the Jamel Herring. There was a, a little skit that we did put on there where he's motivating a young fan. You really got to check that out because that was so inspirational. So to me, yes, he did come up short in his in this fight. But to me, that was a win right there. Just hearing him motivate a young fan, you know, one one of the things that he resonated that he said was stay out these streets. So that's some words to live by as an all-pro dad captain, which I am. Tell your kids, stay out these streets because usually nothing positive happens in the streets. He did say that in his words. I want you to check out that interview on either YouTube, TikTok, or on our Facebook page. Jamel Herring and his uh, speech. And then let me go ahead and talk about Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield is a real class act. Really, thank you so, so much for spending time on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Let me give him a round of applause for that. <laughs> and Evander Holyfield was so gracious to you know, talk about his son and his fight coming up as well as his statue. I was able to go to Atlanta and see the statue for the first time. Last time I went to Atlanta was about well, right right around when the pandemic started, so about almost two years ago. So the statue wasn't up at that point. It's up now. Got a chance to check it out and talk to him about it. You can get that, that uh, interview on YouTube or on our Facebook page, Facebook at the Allen and Aaron. You know, just type in Allen and Aaron and you'll see it there. Fantastic guy from a a Hall of Fame boxer. And, you know, he was very accommodating, took pictures with everybody, answered people's questions, made time for the media. And you don't find that in in a lot of athletes to take their time and, and really you know, be, be genuine with it. And Evander, I got to give him a lot of credit for that. He was very, very gracious. In the morning, I came there to take picture of the statue, which I did. And then in the afternoon, I met Evander, took a picture with him and interviewed him. That that was just so cool. You know, I've never met someone that had a statue. So definitely uh, check out that interview. And then, um, you know, the fight itself was, was great. It was a very entertaining fight, and you got to give Shakur Stevenson credit. He was just uh, too quick to the punch. He really stepped up. He was very, he was uh, definitely in the zone, and he he did a tremendous job on Saturday night. So I got to give him a round of applause for his win, Shakur Stevenson. I'm going to post up that uh, part of the press conference where I was able to ask Shakur Stevenson a question. I will post that up in a, in a, in a day or two and give you guys a chance to, to check that out. I know he's excited about fighting. We're excited about covering his, his next fight, too, here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. So you get a chance to see that as well, that uh, Shakur Stevenson in the post 
press conference after the fight. I was able to ask him a question. I won't spoil that, but I want you guys to check that out too. And that'll be up in a few days. And definitely a lot more. It was a, it was just a, a great event, and I was really blessed. Can't thank Top Rank Boxing for for giving us the media access, and it was wow. It was I uh, got a chance to uh, see how things happen behind the scenes a little bit. I'll share that also with a, a video too, with you guys to kind of give you a sneak peek of what happens during a press conference and a fight, and you get a chance to check that out too. So we give you behind-the-scenes stuff, too, here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. It should be great. It should be exciting. And the way it almost had a fight, too, <laughs> it was exciting, man. So I got to give uh, Top Rank uh, top rank Boxing a huge round of applause for really inviting us to our first-class event. Yeah, I also did uh, post up the Bob Aaron interview. You know, uh, you can catch that on our Facebook page as well and TikTok. There's more to what he said. I kind of gave you a snippet of what he said about the fight. The rest of what he said, I'm going to share also a bit later. And that's what we do. We share it when it's more relevant. So we don't want to bombard you. We want to give you time to check out the post and keep up to date without being overloaded so you don't miss things here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. It is the end of the fifth inning going into the top of the sixth. It's still one nothing. Atlanta Braves still winning that. Definitely, if you're an Atlanta fan, you want to get some more runs because one nothing and Kind of hard to hold that throughout the whole game. Not that you can't do it, but it's just harder to do it. I did want to announce to you guys that uh, in boxing, there's a lot of great things happening. Jake Paul did sign today to fight Tommy Fury, the half brother of the half brother two of the Gypsy King. So of Tyson Fury. So that should be exciting. I, unless something changes, me and someone went back and forth on a, a dialogue on Facebook, and I'm telling you right now, unless something does change, I have Jake Paul beating Tommy Fury in that fight, and uh, I don't see that, that really changing, but that's what's going to happen. We're going to try to give you some more insight on that fight, too, as it gets closer, so that's going to be exciting, and... um in other boxing news, definitely um, I want to congratulate Alexander Zayas for being the prospect 2021 prospect of the year. Yeah, Alexander is uh, definitely doing big things in boxing. I was able to, to ask him a question on his post press conference. I'll also put that up as well, but congratulations to Xander Zayas for being the prospect of the year 2021. That comes as no surprise to the people who follow boxing. He's a sensational boxer. He's got a great team. I just really pray that he stays focused. Do like, like 
Jamel Herring said, stay out these streets, you know, and, and try to stay. Yeah, yeah. From what they said in his prior fight, I didn't ask him. It was on my mind to ask him, but I didn't ask him to see if he did or did not have a girlfriend. They said, uh, the announcer said he didn't. But the way things are going for him, you kind of hope that he just keeps blinders on and stays focused and just keep going forward. And he kind of stays on the straight and narrow. I'm going to keep praying for Xander Zayas because he's a fantastic talent. He's very strong. He won his fight with TKO, and he just was just uh, very electric. We're, we're working to uh, get Xander on the show as well here. I did make some great contacts with his people, so we're going to make that happen here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, and we're going to definitely look forward to having Xander Zayas on our show. The guy's a real, real phenomenon. You should really follow him and on Facebook or on Twitter and definitely on Instagram. You know, I know a lot of these guys that just want you to follow them, but he's he's the real deal, Alexander Zayas, and definitely want to give him his props. But all the guys who were fantastic to deal with, all the boxers, I got to thank them as well. I got to thank all the top-ranked boxers and everybody connected to the Herring-Stevenson fight in Atlanta, Georgia. And the cool thing was uh, Kanye West even showed up. And um, Michael B. Jordan showed up. Flavor Flay was there. I want to make sure I don't miss anybody. But off the top of my head, those are the guys that also um, Quavo was there and Jada Kiss. I want to make sure I didn't miss anybody. So we had all those guys show up to the fight. It was exciting. And we're going to continue to give you some more great fights here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. We don't take those things for granted, those blessings. So it's very, very well appreciated. And on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, you're always welcome to follow us on iHeartRadio and our Facebook page. You can also always jump in in our discussion at 516. 516- 518-5572-516-418-5572. It's the top of the six, one nothing Braves. And uh, we are now at the point where I'm going to go ahead and go over the picks for this week. I had to say I'm up by a five-game lead, but I'm not getting cocky or complacent. Because Aaron is still there in the mix. And not only that, he's got me beat already on one game. Thursday night's game, he did pick the Packers a win. I went ahead and picked Arizona, which I'm still to this point not sure what happened on that last play. I still think Arizona should have won that game. I'm just going to go with that. I believe that Green did not know it was a pass and the ball was going to be thrown to him. Because the man never looked for the ball. He was, like, blocking the receiver. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. But nonetheless, they did lose. So Aaron did get that pack, that pick right. He did pick uh, he did pick the Packers, and they sure enough did win. So we're going to go ahead and talk about week number eight. Okay, so we have the Panthers – at the Falcons, 
Panthers at the Falcons. And let me just check here. Aaron did go ahead and pick the Panthers for that pick. Let me just double check something here. Yeah, on that pick, I am going to go with the I'm going to go with the Falcons on that one. I just feel as if the Falcons have a, a bit more to gain by winning this game. They're not out of the mix, even though they are three and three. I feel like they're going to be the hungrier team. The Panthers are kind of reeling after after doing so well of a start. They're kind of backpedaling at this point. And I think they're a little frustrated, but I do have the the Falcons. So we do have an opted pick on that. Aaron has the Panthers. I had the Falcons. And again, this these picks are just for entertainment. Do not bet on us because if you lose all your money or if you lose some of your money or a part of it, we cannot help you out. So, <laughs> so then we got that pick. So now we're going to go ahead and look at the Dolphins at the Bills. And this one, I don't think uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Aaron has the Bills on this game. I have the Bills, too. They're just too strong offensively. And their defense can use a little bit more help, but their defense isn't the best in the league. It's not the worst in the league. I, I, I had the Bills winning this game, and so does Alan, and so does Aaron. So we both agree on that, the Bills beating the Dolphins. Then we have a tougher pick. We have the 49ers at the Bears. This was actually one of my uh, tougher picks. Let me take a look here. Yes, yeah, so Aaron did go ahead and pick the 49ers on this game. Yeah, this one here, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. I just... Uh, I just feel as if the 49ers, being out there at home, they're going to step up and win a game. The Bears are not an easy team to beat. I will say that much, but I just feel as if the 49ers will do what they need to do and win the game. So we have the Steelers against the Browns. Aaron did pick the Browns. I did pick the Browns too. This is a tougher pick as well, but I just think – the Steelers haven't been consistent with their running and they haven't been consistent with their passing. Those two things are very shocking that a team as good as the Steelers with the talent they have to not have things at least on one side of the ball, whether it be running, whether it be passing. So with those inconsistencies, I think the Browns, they're going to get some guys back. They're going to be a bit healthier. So I got the Browns winning that particular pick. And then we're going to move on to the next pick here. Let's see. We have here the Eagles at the Lions. And uh, this one here, Aaron and I both agreed on this one. We both agreed that the Eagles will beat the Lions. The Lions are still looking for their first win. I hate to kick someone where they're down, but unfortunately, I think the Eagles do have a very good team. Their record is 2-5. and five. I don't believe they're as bad as a 2-5 and five team. So I do believe the Eagles will do what they need to do to win this game. And so does Aaron. We both have the Eagles. Then we have the Titans versus the Colts. And uh, the Titans are, are definitely one of the better teams in the NFL. You know, they're they're definitely up there in the top, I would say, 
I'd put them up there in the top five. I really would. Uh, and uh, the Titans, I think, are going to win this game against Colts. Colts have actually a pretty good team as well. But me and Aaron agree that the Titans are just going to be too much. They just uh, manhandled the the Chiefs, and I just think that they're going to be doing what they need to do to beat the, the Colts. Then we have the Bengals versus the Jets. And the Bengals at the Jets. And, you know, uh, the Jets are kind of one of those teams that have been a disappointment with their new coach, Mark Slayer. I really did think that they were going to do a bit better. One in five, I didn't see that one coming. You know, and that's something that's a bit of a shock. I didn't think they were going to be a playoff team, but I did think they were going to be a pretty good middle-of-the-road team. And it doesn't seem like it's turned out that way so far. So, having said that, Aaron has the Bengals, and I have the Bengals, too, against the Jets. Then we have the six, the, uh, the Rams at the Texans. And this one's going to be pretty much a slam dunk. You know, we got the Rams winning that. You know, people, have, if you keep sleeping on the Rams, I, I said this on our show, is that the Rams are trying to do what the Bucks did, get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl in their home stadium. I know that's a goal that they have, being that they've seen the Bucks do it. The NFL is a copycat league, so they're going to try to do the same thing, the Rams. So the Rams, we have both me and Aaron have winning the Texans against Texans. And then we have the Patriots at the Chargers. And um, this team here, the Chargers are actually a very good team. They have a, a bit more offensive power than the Patriots. The Patriots uh, do have a good team. They're, they're three and four, but I just don't think they're going to be able to handle a team as powerful as the Chargers. So me and Aaron agree on that pick as well. The Chargers will beat the uh, Patriots. Then we have the Jaguars against the Seahawks. <laughs> and this one uh, we actually agreed on as well. I do have the Jaguars beating the Seahawks, and so does Aaron. I just think, um, you know, with with Russell not being there, Russell was playing, it would be a, a no doubt about it. i take the Seahawks. But with Geno Smith, I mean, I'm not trying to put the guy down, but I think the Jaguars have played actually pretty good in the last in the game that they actually did win. So I feel like they they'll be able to do enough to win this game too. So I got the Jaguars. Aaron has the Jaguars as well, beating the Seahawks. Then we have the Washington Football Club against the Broncos. And let me take a look here. This this pick is the same as well. We both agree that we have the Broncos winning. The Broncos' defense is very solid. I think that's what's going to be the difference. You know, Washington has a very good offensive line, and they have Young, but I just don't think they collectively are going to be able to do what they need to do to, to beat the Broncos. The Broncos have a very good team, so we both picked the Broncos. Then we have the Buccaneers at the Saints, which is not going to be an easy game for the Bucks. but I just feel as if the Bucks have gotten better playing against the Saints over the last year and a half, I do feel as if they're going to limit Kamara, which the Bucks have the best run defense in the league, one of the top run defenses. So they'll be able to slow down. Kamara won't be able to stop them. 
but they'll be able to slow them down. So I have the Bucks winning that game, and so does Aaron. We agreed on that one. Then we have the Cowboys at the Vikings. It's actually going to be a very good game, but I think the Cowboys are doing what they need to do. They're very focused. They're looking great. Me and Aaron agreed on the Cowboys winning against the Vikings. The Vikings have been pretty inconsistent this year, which has been a shock. But, yeah, that's where they're at. And then we have the, the Giants versus the Chiefs. And I hate to kick someone when they're down. The Chiefs are really not playing up to their potential. They're, they've really been slacking. Having said that, I just feel as if it's a big question mark of if Saquon is going to play. And in my experience, when a guy doesn't practice Friday, it's usually not a good sign. He could still play because it is a Monday night game. But I do believe he's going to sit out this game, come back the next game. You don't want to rush anything. So I have the Chiefs winning, and so does Aaron. We have the Chiefs winning. So the only pick that we differed on was the Packers and the Cardinals. And we did differ on the Falcons and the Panthers. That's two. Let me take a look here. We do have the 49ers the same, the Browns, Jaguars. Yeah, so just uh, the only picks that we have different is the the Packers and the the Panthers. He picked the Packers and the Panthers. Everything else seemed like we pretty much agreed on. That usually doesn't happen that way. We've had several differences. <laughs> That's part and parcel why I have the five-game lead, but it is. It's just a, a five-game lead. Take a look here. Just double-checking that we didn't have anything else different. Yeah, so that normally doesn't work out that way, but it did this week. Let me see here. Yeah, so that's what we got going on. So those are the picks. Again, don't don't bet on us, but it should be a, a great week there. We have a couple differences, but everything else looked pretty pretty much the same. Got a lot of great things happening on the Allen and Aaron Sports Arc Radio Show. Please follow us on iHeartRadio. Definitely follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get you some more interviews coming up. Definitely that's going to be something we're going to work on for the year ends. Kind of go ahead and get in. I'm going to try to say you got to speak it into existence. So we're going to say four more interviews before the end of the year. So definitely we can do it. Let's see here. We got uh, next week, which will be the fifth. See? Yep, we can definitely fit it in. So we're going to go ahead and try to push it so we can go ahead and, and reach that goal. You got to speak things into existence, folks. You want to meet goals. You want to reach to uh, – things that are spectacular, you got to speak it into existence. You know, it's not being boastful. It's just a, you're very, very positive and have faith that things are going to work in this direction and the right way for you. And that's what we do here in the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. I definitely wanted to also 
give a major props and definitely a lot of love and props to the All Pro Dad organization. All Pro Dad, you're the best. Yeah, as a proud All Pro Dad captain, for the first time in a year and a half, we had our first All Pro Dad meeting. It was a drive-through breakfast, and it was a fantastic success. It was amazing. We had a we had a set number which we put in the ad of fifty breakfast sandwiches. Anybody who showed up would have got a breakfast sandwich, definitely a drink. Would have got themselves a nice uh, little All Pro Dad souvenir. Got himself some paperwork. We ran out of the breakfast sandwiches, so that's how uh, huge an event it was. We didn't know how many. The, the assistant principal didn't know. I didn't know. So we took an educated guess at 50. Well, we could have used maybe 62 to 65, but we'll know for next time. So it was a great, great event. The All Pro Dad breakfast. If you want more information about All Pro Dad, sign up for the play of the day and definitely go to allprodad.com. That's allprodad.com. Check them out. Great organization. I'm proud to be an All Pro Dad team captain. So basically what that means is when there's a function inside the school for an All Pro Dad event, I'm the one who coordinates it, I'm the one who gets the coordinator between the school, the dads, so and we make it happen that the people providing food and that the pro- providing food part was myself. We, I, you know, I, with the help of Chick-fil-A, they did prepare the meal, but I did donate the breakfast to the school, you know, and, and it's really not about me donating the food, the Chick-fil-A to the dads. It's really about bringing the dads together and seeing how great and happy the kids were and dads were. And that, that was priceless to me. And definitely if things didn't even get better from that in the evening, I had an all pro dad team captain dinner at armature works. This is very classy, very elegant at the dinner. They went ahead and filmed my experiences as an all pro dad and got my, uh, film me for that because they're going to be releasing a video for that but later after we did the filming went ahead and you know met with uh mark merrill met his wife and i did meet mark before but i got a chance mark merrill for those who don't know is the founder one of the founders of all pro dads and one of them because him mark merrill as well as tony junji went together and founded all pro dad family first and Mark Merrill is doing a fantastic job. It was great to go ahead and meet up with him again. Got to meet the Florida House Representative Speaker, Chris Sproles, and a lot of other great people at the event took pictures. You can see that on our Facebook page. And it was just a very classy, great evening. And it just reiterates that why it's so important for you to be an active participant in your kid's life and be a great dad. I mean, that's definitely something that you should inspire to be is, is, a, is a great dad. And I just want to say that it's not about being 
a great dad is not about being perfect. It's not about being perfect. It's about giving effort. You understand? I don't even think your kids have that perception that my dad's got to be perfect, just like you probably don't think your kids are perfect, not to say that they're not perfect, but it's more importantly, they're looking for your effort. So put the effort in, dads. Go there and do the best you can. Be an all-pro dad. Check out allprodad.com. And I got to thank the All Pro Dad organization for giving me such a blessed blessing of being a person that's in a position to impact the community, impact other people, both in person and on video. I can't wait to see the video. And I know that I've been in a video before, All Pro Dad for Life. So it's been a fantastic month of October, birthday month, and a lot of great things that happened on the All Pro Dad, on the All Pro Dad events that I'm going to come up with later in the year and beginning of next year. But a lot of things happening here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. I will definitely keep you posted. If you haven't done so already, please like our Facebook page. You know, you get a chance to see what we're up to and really appreciate you guys listening. I mean, you guys make, you motivate us to go ahead and do the best we can on our show, motivate us to get us out there and be a, a great beacon in the sports world. And that's what we're going to do. You know, it's a real blessing getting to meet the athletes, getting to learn them and spreading that to you guys so you get a better understanding of what takes to not only be an athlete, but also get a chance to see what they go through on a day-to-day basis. And if you're definitely an athlete who's working to be big name star, keep plugging away. Don't give up. Always think positive. Always be positive. And don't focus on the negative. These are some of the great things that I've learned about covering athletes. Always be positive. Pull out the positives in any negatives. Having said that, I really appreciate all you guys for listening to the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Really an honor to be a co-host on this show and to be a voice for you, for you guys and also the voice for people interested in sports. We're going to work hard to get some more guests for you. But definitely our time for today is coming to an end here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Really appreciate you guys on behalf of myself, on behalf of Aaron. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic weekend. Be safe. Be happy. Stay positive. And have a blessed, blessed week and weekend. Be safe out there, guys. God bless you. Thank you. Listening to the Evan Aaron's Full Stop Podcast. <laughs> Subscribe and check us out on your favorite social media platform. Thank you. <laughs>